Fox Sports 5 Live! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. It's really early for this, I have to say. <laughs> Can people watch this back? Hopefully not. Um, hi and welcome to Fox Sports 5. This is exciting. Yes. Yeah, to people on the podcast. <laughs> We're doing an Instagram Live. This is amazing. We've uh, popped our Instagram Live cherry. We have one <laughs> follower. We have one person watching. Two people watching. All right, lads. <laughs> This is exciting. So Can I just say Kelly made me do this? <laughs> we're together in Edinburgh, so we're very excited. And uh, this morning I said to Nicola, come on, let's do an Instagram live while we're recording the podcast for the lols. Mm, yes. And uh, so she's a reluctant participant, but uh, we're here anyway. We're going to trash it out. And we've not really worked out the camera angles. Can you see? It's a little <laughs> bit dodgy, but uh, we're working on it. So, yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Five things, is it? Do we have to talk about five things? Oh, yeah. We're going to um, be here a very long time. <laughs> so Nicola's here with me and our mother is downstairs. We've left her on her own uh, to make her breakfast to uh, spend a bit of time at the Fringe and stuff. So we're going out yeah. today and we're going to uh, see a couple of shows and go for lunch <laughs> in a very nice restaurant. And who's the redhead? I think you know that redhead, Um And we are... Yeah, it's weird when we're on screen as well as being recorded. I'm not used to it. But yeah, anyway, why not? We said we'd do it. Seems as we were relatively copus mentis this morning. Yeah. Probably would have been better after a few drinks, to be honest. But um, yeah. Excited you're here, Nicola. Yeah, I'm so excited. This is the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. I'm dying inside. <laughs> the things I do for my dear sister. <laughs> oh, well, look, just, just pretend the camera's not there and we, we just do our... We pretend like we know what we're talking about now as well yeah. and we can't edit it, so... <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> and no, like, coughing, sneezing, <laughs> making strange noises. No. Um, thankfully, there's no, like, washing machines running in the background or anything. And excuse the fact that we're in my bedroom and I'm not too sure if there's anything <laughs> lying around. Um, but yeah, so thanks for tuning in, team. And we will kick off. Or do you want to talk about life in general? Ah, yeah, life in general. Uh, no, looking forward to the Fringe today. Tell us about Gaga last weekend. Oh, yeah, it was good. Very good. It was very, very, very good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was grand. We were, it was very hot in London. It was like 29 degrees, so, um, but it Didn't was Didn't stop uh, Gaga wearing a meat suit or something similar No, she wore class stuff, Alexander McQueen oh. outfits and costumes and stuff. It was very good. I cried for about four songs, Salad. <laughs> I was quite hysterical. Was there big, like, was there big gaps between... No. Songs and stuff, so no. she'd go off and change her outfit. She, sometimes, but not really, not big gas. Like, they did it well, you know, where she'd, like, just go into the stage and blah, blah, blah. But um, they, it was mad because it started literally at half eight, no support, like, no nothing, and she was on for two hours and that was it. So it was kind of well organised, but it was very hot. And we were actually in the pitch sending, the um, sign you're getting old, where we were like, okay, we're actually going to move back. And we actually, they had like an empty <laughs> Into a section. Shade? Well, no, they had like empty section. You could sit oh. down and watch from kind of the back corner. That you could just and walk actually, into. Yeah, yeah. God. When you were kind of walking up for a drink, you could actually sit down. Yeah. Old people so, dream. Yeah. I know, yeah. So I was actually, we were very... But you were, you could, you could drink and everything during oh, the yeah. concert. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah. And um, tell us about the crowd. What was the crowd like? Yeah, amazing, obviously. Yeah. Um, loads of women and loads of, the, of gay men, basically. Yeah, but the men's costumes were way better than the women's. Yeah. There wasn't that much like... You know, women so like drag queens went, and stuff. Like no, a lot of but like a lot of like just very um, like out there outfits on mm. mostly like men, mm. not like things well. they've made. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, well, there was a couple. There was a girl, all right, with like tin cans in her hair, and she had it all like well, I don't know, like curlers or 
what was it? But it was like, yeah, like kind of curlers. Okay. That was really cool. And there was a few really cool classrooms, but like people did kind of go out a bit, yeah. like even when we were on the tube and the way, like you could tell people getting on and stuff. And it was so funny because there was these two girls and they were like, she didn't release any pictures of like what the ball was going to be, like colour theme until like a week ago. So we had to panic and get like a theme together. And I was like, oh, that was like my, you know. Dedication. <laughs> yeah, bless them. But yeah. uh, Imagine hanging yeah. on Gaga's every word waiting to see what the theme of the geek is going to be. Yeah. That's hilarious. So it was kind of orange and pinks you know but yeah the crowd was lovely I mean it was a lot of gay men a lot of gay women and then just obviously yeah, the best couples and stuff sorry. too I was sorry surprised. all the straight men yeah. I was surprised that there was quite a few couples and gangs of girls and gangs of fellas and yeah so what crowd. about uh, so that was Friday and then you went to Murfest an annual yes, event yeah. our cousins throw down in um, yeah. Burnham how was that or Maidenhead. Maidenhead yeah it was good in Maidenhead and we got the new Victoria li- oh no Elizabeth line oh did you from London so mm-hmm. it was fabulous air conditioned very quick 30 mm-hmm. minutes out from Paddington so it was lovely boozy day and uh, boozy day but it was lovely very nice and nice to see the family and then we came back in on Sunday we went to the Natural History Museum to see all the dinosaurs oh nice <laughs> yeah so we had a cultured weekend as well as a boozy weekend um, but it was so hot it was like 29, 30 the whole weekend mm. but it was lovely and Jerry's sister put us up so that's London for you isn't it very nice of her and we got to see Battersea which has all been redeveloped which mm-hmm. is gorgeous I hadn't seen it in years and that is fabulous down there. And the power station has obviously all been done up, which Did, is absolutely the, class. Is it one of the Paul O'Grady's dogs, the Battersea dogs? Yeah, home the is dogs there, home is around there, yeah. We you can't just walk in that. there, can you, and no, pet the dogs? No, that's a shame. But the <laughs> power station is amazing. You know, there's all offices and apartments and stuff, so it's mm. absolutely class. The size of it, I never realised the size of it. So mm. if you're in London, go check it out, because they've cool, like, for the summer, they have a stage in front of it, and they're doing, like, cinema and stuff, and you can sit out, and they have oh, nice. deck chairs. It's really cool. So very like you know well to do around there now. Yeah, right, I can know? imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to a bit of outside entertainment today. Yes. Do a bit of the yeah. Royal Mile and full circle. I can't wait now. Jeez, I haven't been here in years since that time we met uh, Brett Goldstein. <laughs> Was that the last time you were at the festival? Yeah, I think so. Really Friends of the podcast, Brett Goldstein yeah, yeah. people, uh, <laughs> Emmy winner. Who, and not to spoil, is actually going to be in a couple of Marvel movies, oh. so he's gone stratospheric in terms oh. of his fame. Yeah, Excusez-moi, so. you never know who yeah. we might bump into over this weekend, but um, yeah, looking forward to that. So yeah, last weekend we didn't get up to a whole lot, uh, met up with some friends we hadn't seen in a while on... Sunday I went to this local park thing that was absolutely amazing. We were there for like five hours. We didn't even do everything. Almond Valley Heritage Park. It was it was mad. It was great. Um, it was great to see the old gang. And then, yeah, I can't remember, even remember. Oh, we were buying school stuff on Saturday. How depressing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so looking forward to a bit more, um, maybe let's say adult focused entertainment this weekend. Yes. <laughs> Which, sure. is a sh- which is a shame, shame for the kids. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to get started because we probably won't do a super long podcast today because you'll be shit sick of us on <laughs> Instagram Live. And also we want to go to Edinburgh to start drinking and eating <laughs> and laughing and all that stuff. So uh, right, up first, number one. Can't really see my screen here, so I'm going to be like, hello. <laughs> um so with Budget Day now moved forward to September 27th, the Women's Council of Ireland has brought out a sort of list of pledges they want for um, women, to be focused on women, um, for the Irish government. So uh, they're saying that there was a, they brought out a press release and it said that 9.1% um, inflation rate as of June is the highest it's ever 
it's been in almost 40 years. So the impact is not being felt equally. Women are bearing the brunt. And in general, we have fewer resources, lower incomes and greater unpaid care responsibilities. So they've launched this campaign anyway. It's called Shaping Our Future. And um, they are basically lobbying the politicians in advance of the next budget to get some um, money into the areas that are going to affect women. So um, they're calling on the government to urgently address the cost of living crisis for women through investment in public services and income supports. Um, so they have like a list of things they want to do, which is, I'm going to move this over here, we're going to see it properly. Uh, one, access to universal public childcare, which is, um, sorry, volume on my phone. Um, deliver a universal public childcare model starting with an additional investment of 250 million in 2023 to address affordability, affordability for low income families and workforce, tackle the cost of violence to women, which is a fully fund to fully fund the implementation of a third national strategy on domestic, sexual and gender based violence, including the accommodation plan and refuge spaces. Three, end poverty. That's kind of ambitious, but increase social welfare rates, including pensions by 20 euro to address the impact of inflation and ensure progress towards a minimum essential standard of living. Ensure income doesn't impact contraceptive choice and bodily autonomy, i.e. extend universal free contraception so women have real contraceptive choice in and access to the most effective forms. Address the uh, lone parent poverty uh, by establishing a statutory child maintenance service to ensure adequate and stable income for lone parents. Support marginalised women's voices and organisations, access to housing and accommodation to be prioritised, tackling rising energy costs and climate change. Uh, the ninth thing is protect low income workers by increasing the minimum wage by one euro per hour. And number 10 is support all families to work and care. So low support, low income, low income excuse me, workers to care by increasing maternity, paternity and parental leave payments to 280 per week and bring it more in line with the EU. That's an additional mm. investment of 40.7 million. Like, there's nothing exactly earth-shattering there, is there? No. Like, you know, it feels like those are things that are quite sensible. And um, Is this for women? For, so, like, women? So the, it's the National Women's Council of Ireland, like, oh, yeah. sort of lobby on behalf of women's issues. So they've brought this campaign out. There's a lot of stuff there, though, that applies to both sexes. Of course it does, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, access to housing accommodation, increasing the minimum wage income. Yeah, but I suppose a lot of it is, you know, if you're, say, what they're trying to say is women are more impacted by some yeah. of these things. So I guess if you're, like, a lone parent with two or three kids, mm. you're, you're you're impacted more, even more negatively than someone who's on their own or whatever. Mm. So, um, yeah, but there's loads of information on that on the National Women's Council website. And if you are one of those people that actually talks to politicians and lobbies your TD, get on down uh, with hashtag shaping our future. So there you go. Oh, That's good. number one this week. Over to you, no, number two. Maybe John of us tells number two. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, I just firstly wanted to mention Love Island because it came to a close this week. Yeah. But it was kind of, not controversial, but it was kind of a, everyone nearly um, pooped their pants at one stage because the guy who was in trouble a few weeks ago for like the bullying and stuff like that, him and his partner Gemma, who's actually... Looked like they might win, was it? Yeah, it looked oh like God. they might win. Yeah. Um, so, I think a lot of people were watching it like with bated breath trying to see like what was going to happen next and all that so they came second eventually and uh, the wonderful Ekansu and Davide won um, and like super were they worthy winners? oh yeah so good and we watched it um, 
I act the next day they actually released all the voting numbers and they got like 64% of the vote oh, okay. and like Gemma and Luke only got 14% so it kind of yeah. made me feel better because it was a lot of tweets humankind like, hasn't gone oh, down the pen you know, completely are you surprised by this this is the country that voted for Brexit and, all, and Boris and all this oh, stuff Jesus. and it was like oh my god please don't let them win but uh, so that was a little bit I think people afterwards were kind of just reflecting on the whole thing being like how did they kind of let this guy get this far when he was yeah. so horrible to that girl you know yeah. um, but it was a good season I enjoyed it and there's a winter one coming so I don't from know from South Africa yeah I heard yes. that but um, the big or news I would say even from the night was the fact that Big Brother is coming back to oh my god <laughs> I am fit to explode like confession time I actually cried when Big Brother finished <laughs> sober <laughs> cried well it's, it's finished twice do you remember the time it finished on Channel 4 and they had like a funeral for yes, it yes yeah. like they had like the Mardi Gras not the Mardi Gras but you know that New Orleans yeah, like band oh of, my god yeah. it was I, I was devastated and then it moved over to Channel 5 and I was still got it the next time it uh, yeah. finished so bring back Big Brother I think just the only thing with it is that like you're going to have very no I don't know like we want kind of normal people we talked about that but there's definitely going to be people who are like very much influencers and tiktokers yeah. and stuff like that because they're going to have to have I suppose a section of society today so yeah. you wonder kind of what kind of people are going to apply for it and things like Do that you know, you know? Um, Gogglebox like they're normal yeah. people right yeah. so mostly right so I I heard previously that Gogglebox don't like audition people or they don't take applications what they do essentially is they send producers or talent scouts out into communities and they like go to pubs and they say who's the funniest person in here yeah or they'll go to a market and they'll say who's the funniest person on the market yeah Um, and they they go to these random places and they just get people to say oh who who makes you laugh like that you know and then they go and they try and get them on board or they'll interview them and audition them or whatever it's good yeah so hopefully they do that with Big Brother this time because I I, like the first Big Brothers the first 10 years of Big Brothers was auditions yeah I don't think you can do auditions anymore because it will all be bloody wannabe influencers and tiktokers and all that shit but like the thing is as well bloody podcasters all those shitheads yeah well my (laughs) reservations would be like it is ITV and when it was Channel 4, they did it right, I think. Yeah. And when it went to ITV. And like, if it's anything like the way they do Love Lowest Island. common denominator. I mean, Love Ugh. Island, it's very much like these good looking people in their late teens, early 20s. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not much, I know. Channel terrible, 4 puts a bit depth. more thought into it. I yeah. feel like Channel 4 is a bit more edgy in yeah. the way that they cast things. Yeah. Like, like a box. But we were talking show. about it last night because we watched back, I don't know if people remember the fight night with Nadia and yeah. Jason and Victor and Season it was the, 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 like a proper punch up pretty much and um Jesus Christ it's actually <laughs> wild watching it now because you're like they'd never let that happen yeah. on TV and no. the fact they let it go for a long time like they were t- arguing arguing 20-30 yeah. minutes so they'd all been they all got a bit pissed and they'd had like a fancy dress party and the house was absolutely trashed and they were like in and out of the hot tub and next thing they just started bickering there, there, there was always two yangs in that series wasn't there there was yeah. the kind of uh, Marco and Nadia and that side and then Jason and Stuart and Victor and the other side but anyway um, I would say kind of conservative versus less conservative yeah yeah. or wild versus less wild or whatever but anyway so they end up getting into this fight but it goes on and on they start throwing food at each other they're like swearing at each other and eventually after like two hours or something the producers do come in they stopped the security came in but um, we were talking about we were saying there's two things happening there one is they they were just letting them do what they were doing and they stood off. They didn't get involved mm. 
mm-hmm. um, because in the physical aspect, but also it's the moral aspect they didn't get involved in. So they just let these people be themselves. Whereas nowadays, everybody be ringing up so fucking Ofcom yeah. being like, oh, I think somebody's getting bullied. This is terrible. Now, don't get me wrong. If someone's getting bullied, mm. you know, absolutely, you know, that shouldn't go on. But if it's just a thing that's happening, an acute thing, like, I'm not saying let these punch-ups happen. I'm just saying what I think what killed Big Brother to an extent was this over intervention by the producers yeah. and there's like too many too many tasks too many celebrities going in too many like too much control like separate they they were forever separating them into different diary rooms and telling them not to swear like yeah, come on like yeah, I know. you know i just wonder yeah cuz like I mean some of the stuff they did even some of those challenges like the rich versus poor all those sort of stuff yeah. like, I mean there's a lot of stuff now that like would they be comfortable enough to yeah. do yeah. and like I mean even looking at Love Island that was they have peeled it back a lot like they don't mm. do the heart rate challenge anymore they don't get them to rate each other don't anymore they? they don't do the Twitter challenge where they read tweets about oh, you know God, yeah. which yeah. was brilliant for the drama yeah. so like the last few weeks of this Love Island was kind of boring you know besides <laughs> your man being horrible to the girl and you don't even want to watch that do you know what I mean but I would say there's sort of two different things going on there in Big Brother it's a group of people face to face and they're just living with each other yeah mm. and the only influences were the things like the um, well you're right about the rich and poor that was quite manipulative but Love Island is way more manipulative yeah it is like yeah. all they're doing in those games is planting a seed in their heads about how they're being perceived from the outside, mm. you know, and being judged and perceived. There was no, there was very little like that in mm. Big Brother. Now they did, towards the end, they used to do stuff, didn't they, where once or twice they did like, who was this said about? They did that in Big Brother mm. towards the end. They put up a thing on the TV. But um, social media wasn't what it is now. Yeah, I just wonder what it'll be When like. Big Brother finished either. So. And there's still, like, well, there's a whole, we said last night, like, there's a whole generation that never watched Big Brother now, yeah. you know, that mm. are in their 20s now, mm. you know, late teens, early 20s. And like, we watched, we were teen kids, mm. like, I remember being 10, 11, 12 mm. watching it, mm. like, and Jesus, I don't know what I, oh my God, I love my it. kids to watch it. <laughs> but like, I just wonder what way they're going to do it. And it's also on the same time as Love Island next summer. Will it be? So I think it is. They're probably so. just targeting the oldies like me and people who yeah. prefer that to well, well at the same time though it's going to be very difficult it's the same when they remake anything like that like mm-hmm. you know there's so much like demand for mm-hmm. it it's they have to get it right people are going batshit for it on social media yeah so. they are it's going to be good I can't wait it's <laughs> definitely the biggest telly news this week um, other than that we watched Hustle which is Adam Sandler oh, yeah, yeah. it's quite good oh, I enjoyed it oh, basketball film it. it's on oh. Netflix yeah it's quite new so that's where I watch um, Hustlers Hustle good. Adam <laughs> Sandler is so good as a serious actor. He's really grown on me, you know. Yeah. Um, that's the second or third kind of role he's done now. It's quite serious. Um, but no, enjoyed it. It was good. If you're looking for something to watch this weekend and it's not like an hour and... It's only an hour and a half, whereas that bloody grey man thing was like two and a half hours the week before and it was utter pish. Um, so yeah. So is that TV? That's TV. That's what TV. That's big bloody TV news. So we're happy with that. Okay, number three. So our Fox of the Week this week is... Nichelle Nichols, who sadly Aww. passed away this week. So I'm not going to go into a big long um, spiel like we do normally, but it was just to talk about sort of some of the important sort of um, things that happened in her life. So most people would know her as Natoya Uhuru. Uhura. Uhura. <laughs> 
Whoops. Um, from Star Trek, from the original Star Trek series. So she would have made television history in the 60s for her portrayal of Lieutenant Noi... Wait, you say it. Noyeta Uhura. <laughs> Noyeta Uhura. Uh, she died at the age of 89 this week. Um, it was very much a breakthrough role as she sh- was one of the first people to show an African-American woman in a position of power as the fourth in command of a starship. I quite like the sound mm. of that job. Um, Whoopi Goldberg described the powerful impact that seeing Nichols in this role had on her as a child. She said, well, when I was nine years old, Star Trek came on. I looked at it and I went screaming through the house. Come here, mum. Everybody come quick, come quick. There's a black lady on television oh. and she ain't no maid. <laughs> I knew right then and there I could be anything I wanted to be. That's oh. quite powerful, isn't it? Uh, she once met Dr. Martin Luther King uh, at a NAACP fundraiser and he shared with her that he was a Trekkie. This was actually, I heard, I heard them talk about this on the radio during the week. It was quite early on in the series and it hadn't really taken off when she met mm. um, Martin Luther King. Um, and at the time she was considering leaving the show and he urged her to say, saying, don't you realise how important your presence is in your character? This is not a black role or a female role. You have the first non-stereotypical role on television. You've broken ground. Here we are marching and, and there you are projecting where we're going. You can't leave the show. Don't you understand what, what we mean? Um, and she said that she was going to go on a hiatus from the show to work with him. And he like insisted that she didn't, basically. Um, we look at the screen and we know wh- where we're going. It was like he was saying, free at last, free at last. That's so powerful. Um, she did stay on the show with it for its entire run and went on to make history again in 1968 as part of one of the first televised interracial kisses in a scene with William Shatner, who played the show's lead character, Captain James T. Kirk. In a later interview, Nichols admitted that at first she didn't see the significance of it. I came from an interracial family and so it was kind of boring for me to be talking about something I experienced every day. It was not new to me because I lived it, but I realised it was new on TV and I had the opportunity mm. to bring it to the world. So Aww. quite a very nice. big, big life in that respect, isn't it? Yeah, so there you but go. But also like so iconic, so beautiful. And beautiful. Like, her, the hair and everything. Yeah. Like, she was always a stunner. She had this like glow about her, even yeah. in the, those like old, you yeah. know, TV shows that very, don't, you can't really see much depth, but like she yeah. always looked really Very glamorous. Yes, yeah, definitely. Very. So, uh, yeah, that's Nichelle Nichols. She was 89 and she passed oh, away this week. Life. So there you go. Fox of the week. Right. Number four. So number four, as I don't have access to my phone, I'm going to talk about one close <laughs> to my heart. <laughs> and she's not watching or anything, but I want to give a shout out to uh, my wonderful friend Karen's TikTok page. Oh, yeah, good idea. Uh, K-Moy. Uh, do you think she'll she do has, one back for us? Yeah, maybe she should. Because she has like more 10, followers. 000, no, no 20,000, like 30,000. 30 or 40,000 followers. Uh, so on. I can't check it now. Friend of Fox Force 5, come on. Yeah, yeah. But she also is also on Instagram. So Karen has taken over um kind of running their family farm at home sorry <laughs> kind of running their family farm at home and uh so she posts a lot about like farming and she's kind of doing it on her own um like her dad obviously gives her some help and stuff but she's doing a lot of it on her own part-time she has a full-time, a full-time job, job. Yeah. but um i just find it fascinating and i know like a couple of my buddies who started following her like a shout out to elaine like she'd be kind of messaging me when i'm with karen to be like can you ask her this question what does this mean <laughs> her post what does that mean what does this mean what about that calf yes yeah. there was when some expression a few weeks ago was it bullying or something and it was like what does that mean basically when like the cow was in heat like, <laughs> so we like had to get all the explanations of the farm <laughs> but I'm finding it really interesting so she's 
yeah, doing a lot of it herself. So, yeah. and she's a big following, and like it's very tough being a female farmer. You get a is. lot of men mansplaining to her, <sighs> even getting kind of abusive and stuff in the messages on some of the videos and stuff to be like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why no are you way. doing this way?" Yeah, yeah. So you know, she's doing it for the women, yeah. female farmers out there. She has been featured a couple of times in some um, publications, like the Irish Farmers Journal and things yeah. like that. So mm-hmm. she's absolutely flying it, and like I said, it's a part time job for her, and she's you know doing really well at it so I'm really delighted for her she has a really big TikTok following so give her a follow she's also on Instagram like I said so we'll put the Do tag on it on TikTok it's at Kmoy at Kmoy yeah but she's actually yeah. big enough now that people have been like doing like copy she's, accounts she's oh, go away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. she's slightly bigger than Fox Force 5 would you believe that <laughs> um, so Karen yeah she is hilarious such a nice girl and like if you saw her on a night out you would no more think that she was a farmer <laughs> she's the most glamorous gorgeous petite well-dressed girl like um so that's the future of farming <laughs> yes yeah and i'm laughing liam it's a bit early isn't it and it's only friday so it's five past ten <laughs> so liam has a concern we're not drinking yeah liam you missed us at the start we did say it would probably be better if we had been drinking Water but vodka. <laughs> sorry we might come back again later after a few margaritas so yeah that's actually a good point though if anyone's got any questions get them in now because there's not much time left this is gonna be like the fastest <laughs> podcast of all time uh so Cool. Yeah, big at, shout out to Karen. So that's at Kmoy on TikTok, and you'll find her elsewhere. Then on yeah, other we'll tag her, social. her all her her things on here later on Instagram as well. Awesome. Okay, number five. So this is a new campaign that I came across during the week. It's actually seems, seems like a good idea to me. Uh, it's a campaign to stop music venues from taking a cut of artists' merchandise sales. Uh, and it's proving successful, with ca- but campaigners uh, say that more live music spaces still need to sign up. Back in January, the Featured Artist Coalition announced a new directory highlighting music venues that charge zero commission on the sale of merchandise. The 100% Venues database aimed to address the outdated and unfair practice of performance spaces taking a cut of acts merch proceeds at gigs. Now the FAC um, have said that there is over 400 venues that have signed up but a number of the UK's largest arenas and venue groups are still not part of the database. Of course, it's all the flipping old tubes and all that stuff, isn't yeah. it? Who are like just corporate, completely corporate and not mm. anyway like human, you know. Um, yeah, I can't imagine things like the Brixton Academy and stuff being like that. No. But you never know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, along with former Joy Division and New Order bassist Peter Hook, the charlatans Tim Burgess has been one of the more vocal supporters of the campaign. The frontman made headlines when his band played Nottingham's Rock City to find that the venue had waived their traditional cut of merch sales early in spring. He said that the um, it's something that's been around for years, but when we spoke up to our manager and label, they just said that's the way it is. Back in 1990, you could sell 100,000 copies of a single on vinyl, so merch was important, but not half as much as it is now. Streaming means new bands don't have record sales to keep them going. Um, asked how prevalent these tactics from gig spaces were today, he replied, not all venues take commission, and it's important to highlight the ones that don't as much as the ones that do. We have to look at individual cases. We recently played the Aberdeen Music Hall, which is run by a charitable trust, so the money goes towards a fantastic resource for their city. They were happy to waive the commission for this support band, which is something to be applauded to. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Like, you know. So anyway, uh, blah, blah, blah. There's an awful lot about Tim Burgess there that we don't really need to know about. (laughs) Tim Burgess kind of got a a big revival during COVID because he started Tim's listening parties. Did you hear about these? So basically, every night, he would listen to a big album 
from the past. Yeah. But everyone would listen to it together and they'd talk about the album. It was really simple. Oh, it was really, yeah. it's a bit like Alison Spittle's video thing. Oh, yeah. Co-video party, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, just a way to kind of engage with people and spend your time, you mm. know. And it just, I think he's still doing it. He doesn't do it every day now, but he might do it every few weeks or mm. whatever. So it's great. And it kind of really revitalized him as a commentator and yeah. pop culture and stuff, you know, even though he's never really gone away. But, um, but he gets involved in these kind of things. So, yeah. So anyway, if people are interested in that, I think you can find the list online. Um, it says a number of the UK's large arenas are still charging artists commission of, on merchandise with the AEG group, the O2 and the Academy group. Oh. All of them that we just said. Um, a spokesperson for the O2 said as part of the NAA, the venue was involved in an ongoing dialogue with the FAC. Oh. Everyone loves an acronym. And... We're working with them to determine a way forward. Uh, it was confirmed that AG Europe is also in communication with the FSC and the Academy Group did not respond. But it's mad because they make so much money. Oh, it's from those sick. Events. We were like, the tickets. We, we were at Gaga, like between the tickets and even the drink and everything, like one drink was six pounds, any mm-hmm. drink, alcoholic. And like it was a small can of cider you got. And it was warm. Because <laughs> it was 29 degrees. It was no ice, no nothing. So it was really repulsive. And you're there like drinking it. You're like, why am I giving them this money? But like they're making money off of that. They're making money off the ticket sales. Yeah. The food, all that stuff. Like do they really need off the merchandise as well? It seems a bit greedy to me, you know. It is greedy, yeah. Mm. And I mean, we could do with the price of merchandise sales going down as well. Which it might do if... Um, I know. Actually, merch- I kind of disappointed by the merchandise gag last yeah. week I really wanted a t-shirt and I was I like I hate when that happens yeah there was the same boring. at Glastonbury this year I mean yeah. Paul McCartney stuff was I often don't like the Glastonbury designs because they're always really hippie-ish, hippie-ish. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Paul McCartney's was completely reflecting that this year you know and I was just like Meh. no it's too much <laughs> trying too hard you know who always <laughs> has great uh, t-shirts Fleetwood Mac because they've got this they, penguin yeah. that is um, on most of their stuff like it's great yeah it's really cool it's always nice um, but yeah, do like a bit of merch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although sometimes when you're kind of embracing the whole thing, you kind of forget to do it. And then afterwards it's like, damn it, I would have liked a t-shirt, but I did purposely look last yeah. week and it wasn't great. It was very boring. And also it feels her. a bit like if you go back after the gig and you like buy it on the website, it doesn't feel the doesn't same. Feel the same. It doesn't feel the same. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Aoife Brosnan, how's it going? <laughs> Emma, how's it going? <laughs> Keris, how's it going? <laughs> Liam. Siv- oh, wait, no. Who else? Siobhan was on for a while. Jill. <laughs> Eric. Lids. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. As Thanks it says this morning. Us. Mom, put on, it's Friday again. It's Friday again. <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. Whoop. Um, yeah, we have a full weekend of fun ahead of us, so looking forward to that. Uh, is, that is that us? That's us, I'd say. Thanks, everybody. That was pretty me. good for our first... Uh, <laughs> Instagram Live, we didn't fuck it up too much. Uh, anybody else now want to ask us anything? Ask us anything. That's what it says. Ask us anything. This no, is your I know. I wanted a mimosa and I, yes, I just, you know, not my Why own Why does answer. everybody think that we drink at 10 o'clock in the morning? This is wild. Well, I did drink at half eight in the morning yesterday. Do they think that we drink before the podcast every week? Probably do. No, at the first few we did, though. The first few I had like a glass of red wine, all right? Mm-hmm. Just to take the edge off. <laughs> it's my day job, lads. I can't. I'd be drunk the whole time. Um, the thing I'm to say to you as well was the Irish Podcast Awards. We haven't actually still put this up, have we? No. On the social on social media. So the Irish Podcast Awards are on at the moment. Um, we didn't actually submit ourselves for any of the categories because I think it was 
the deadline was around mental time and we were moving house and all that stuff. We did talk about it, but um, it never happened. But there is a Listener's Choice Award. So get the onto the Irish Podcast Awards website and you'll see on the front page there's a Listener's Choice button. You click on that, you put your email address in, it sends you an email, you click on that and you voted for us. So please, please vote for us. Yeah, it is a little bit complicated having to go into the email to confirm it. It's to make sure it's not robot. It's kind of to make people... um, not use yeah automated systems and stuff yeah, like that yeah. the other thing is you could um, use that email thing I told you about a few weeks ago exactly 10 minute mail <laughs> get on the 10 minute mail keep doing it every day every day every day Dave. well done thanks Liam <laughs> I heard from someone that there was 10,000 votes in the first two days of that and I thought <laughs> did most of them 20? come from Fox Force 5 not sure <laughs> but listen we plow away anyway I've actually been involved in campaigns before where we won based on the amount of people we got to vote for us which yeah. is a bit like cheating, but it's publicity and everyone does it. So it's yeah, all the one. Yeah, um, Even to me, like, surely they'd like top, categories. top few or something. Well, they, what they'd probably do is put the top 10 or something on a list, which would be good as well because you're going to get on yeah, a yeah. bit of publicity out of it, you know. Um, they said there was 150 podcasts had been nominated, which yeah. is actually not bad yeah. in terms of competition. Like, yeah, yeah. most of them would be shit. <laughs> 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 not us. Oh God. Uh, Liam, thank you for your vote. My favourite minion is Stuart. <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, Shall we wrap up? I feel like I could just stay on here. I'm enjoying this. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know. I need to Anything go else? Anything else? Anything else? Anyone else we missed out there? Jill was here. Jill McAllister as well. The London Massive. Yeah, they're probably gone. Um... Cool. Right, lads. Have a great weekend. We'll be back again next week. I hope the podcast doesn't sound totally random because we're talking to the Instagram live a lot of the time. But um, keep listening. Tell your friends about it. And we'll probably give more notice for the next Instagram live. I think we put a post up half an hour before it happened. So you can still uh, ask us anything via message anytime and we'll tell you on the podcast. <laughs> or recommend things to talk about. I always yeah. said this before. Yeah. So we do love send that. things if you want us to talk about or watch something random. We'll watch it. I'll yeah, watch it. Tell us. <laughs> tell us. I started a new thing this week called the Newsreader, which I'll tell you more about next week. But that's I was enjoying that. And I finished the split. I'm still sad oh about God, it. Oh, God, let's not. I mentioned it every podcast, I'd yes. say, for the last six weeks. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, cheers, everybody. Have Thanks a everyone. wicked, Have wicked, a wicked, weekend. wicked weekend. And uh, catch you next week. Bye. Ciao. How do we stop it? How do, how, <laughs> ah. <laughs>